0: Holy Spirit, by means of the powerful procession of the Immaculate of Mary, by what the will spouse, the name the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When the eight days were completed, Circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given him before he was conceived in the womb. That holy name Jesus means Savior or God saves. And he was conceived in the womb of his mother. Does God have a mother? Can God who is eternal, has no beginning, existed from all eternity, have a mother? Well, the answer to both of those questions is yes and no. Yes, God does have a mother in the person of Jesus Christ. Not in the sense that the Son of God began his existence being conceived and born of Mary. The Son of God is co-eternal with the Father, eternally begotten, as we profess in the Creed. But because the Son of God became man, because the Word was made flesh in the womb of the Virgin Mother by the power of the Holy Spirit, well, it is for that reason that we can truly call Mary the Mother God. So indeed, she is. And <clears throat> she's the mother of God seems to be a contradiction, a paradox. She's the mother of her maker. She is because the eternal word took our human nature from her. And we have to understand who Jesus is, in order to proclaim Mary mother of God. And in the early church, there was confusion about this by some. In the fifth century, there was a heretic. His name was Nestorius. He was a bishop. And he preached that Mary was the mother of Jesus, but not the mother of God. That the human person Jesus was conceived in Mary's womb and she gave birth to him. And later, at his baptism, the divine person, the Son, united himself with the human person, Jesus. So Jesus is two two persons in one being, you could say. Well, the church held a council in Ephesus in the year 431 to crush this heresy. And it taught that Jesus is only one person. He's not a human person. He's only a divine person. He's the second person of the Trinity. And when he took a human nature in Mary's womb by the power of the Holy Spirit, he truly became man. But he united to himself a human nature, not a human person. He's only one person, a divine person, not a human person. He united the human nature to his person. So Jesus has this one person, a divine person, with two natures. Divine, because he's God, he's always been God. Co-eternal with the Father and the Holy Spirit. And he is truly man. With a human body, a human soul, with a human intellect and a human will. And... He became man in order to offer himself on the cross for our salvation. And we profess this belief about Jesus and about Mary, which is true orthodoxy, the right teaching, that is. In addition to Mary being the mother of Jesus, the mother of God, And actually because she is the mother of God, Jesus is the head of the church, the mystical body as St. Paul teaches. Mary being mother of the head is also mother of the members. She is mother of the church, the entire church, head and members. She is our spiritual mother. And I'll quote the words, of Pope Pius XII in his wonderful encyclical On the Mystical Body of Christ, written back, I think it was 1943. He says, in regard to Mary, Having offered her son on Calvary, she who was the mother of our head according to the flesh, became by a new title of sorrow and glory, the spiritual mother of all his members. See, at Calvary she becomes our spiritual mother, which Jesus confirms, of course, when he says to his mother, Woman, that reference to Genesis, the woman who had crushed the head of the serpent, okay? Woman, behold your son, referring to John, who wasn't her son in the flesh, and to the to the apostle, behold your mother. Jesus was affirming with those words, Mary's spiritual motherhood. Fast forward to nineteen eighty-seven. John Paul II. St. John Paul, and his beautiful encyclical mother of the Redeemer, says, with the redeeming death of her son, the maternal mediation of the handmaid of the Lord took on a universal dimension. Mary's cooperation shares in its subordinate character in the universality of the mediation of the Redeemer, the one mediator. John Paul is teaching here that Mary, Our spiritual mother is a universal mediatrix because she cooperated with Jesus in our redemption. And she is our spiritual mother and our mother in the order of grace. Her mediation, maternal mediation in the order of grace, takes on, as St. John Paul says, and this is the teaching of tradition from the very beginning, a universal dimension. I'll quote him again, John Paul, from an address in 1997. Mary's motherhood is is expressed in all the areas where grace is distributed. All the areas. And this is because, and I'll quote, Pius XII, once again, having been associated with the king of martyrs in the ineffable work of the human redemption as mother and co she remains forever associated with him with an almost unlimited power in the dispensation of graces which flow from the redemption. Because she is co-redemptrix, the co with Christ at the redemption, she shares in the distribution of graces All the grace of Christ comes to us through Mary. The Holy Spirit uses her as his living human instrument. And I'll quote one more Pope Benedict XVI, who a few years ago said, there is no grace, no grace, no grace, in the history of salvation that has not come to us through the motherly intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. That is a summary of the Church's belief and teaching throughout these twenty centuries, okay? and I'm going to end here with a poem which expresses these beautiful truths about Our Lady. So you get Our Lady right; she's Mother of God. You get it right about Jesus that he's one person with two natures. This poem I came across years ago. I've always wanted to use it in a homily on this feast day, and this is the day. In Latin, it's called ceo redemptor pretulit, which means she brought forth a redeemer from heaven. Even heaven itself God set aside in maiden mother to abide, to clothe himself in earthly clay, our ransomer for men to slay. The maiden brought him forth to light to save us from our sorry plight. He bought us with his very blood, on cross, mid pain, in cruel flood. May joyful hope, a welcome guest, drive terror forth from every breast. Our tears and prayers the Son will heed if Mother for us intercede. The Son accepts the Mother's prayer, where rest her wishes, his are there. Then let us love her, each and all, and in the strife upon her we call, be glory to the three in one who enriched the virgin with the son. To God in heaven, let earth upraise through age on age a hymn of praise. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.